Welcome to the Raising Great Kids podcast. I'm your host today, Kendra Fleming. Today we're going to talk about responsibility, how to help your kids take ownership for their own life. I think you're going to like it. I'm excited for you to meet our guest today, Josh Horwich. Today we're talking about teaching our kids about responsibility. And when our team was talking about this topic, Josh, we immediately thought of you. Uh, Josh has been a longtime volunteer for us on Upstreet and uh, has three kids in our community and is the owner of several dojos throughout the community, which our staff love. Almost all of our staff have kids in and out of your uh, facilities and some of them have grown right up. You've probably seen from preschool to elementary. I know my own niece was in and out of there for a little while. You are kind of like at the heartbeat of all of our community and our churches and it's so good to have you here today. Well, first, thanks for having me. Um, Kendra, on the car ride over here, I was trying to recall how long we've known each other. Maybe uh-huh. seven, eight, nine years. I know it's been a, it's been a long time. Cool. Well, how old is your oldest? She's 12. I've known you before you had children. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. So even longer than that, 13, yes. yeah, 12 or 13 yes. years. I, I Man. knew you before you were married, actually. Time flies from Upstreet. That's correct. Yes. That's right. Yes. My yes. goodness. I was going back to when I interviewed with you. So, oh, yeah. um, that was, yes. But you're right. It was way before that way before that. But um, anyways, this organization in general has impacted my marriage, my business, my personal life so much. So I was grateful for the opportunity to come speak here with you. And I always enjoy talking with you. So it was like a conversation with Kendra for 30 minutes. I'm like, let's go. Can't wait. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here, Josh. So we're going to talk about responsibility. We thought about you immediately because I know this is uh, a core of what you teach in the dojo to lots yeah. of students all over our community. Uh, but I had a feeling just knowing you that it was probably a part of a, like a thread in your life as you raise up your kids. So you and I both know that those early years, like they kind of impact how we view responsibility if we're responsible adults for good or for bad. Tell us a little bit about like your childhood, your parents, like, you know, what was, what were your early influences like in the area of responsibility? Yeah. So going through this process, um, I I love kind of reflecting whenever I get to talk on a a topic like this, reflecting on my childhood and kind of my current circumstances. So looking back on this, um, I had very loving parents, very hardworking parents, wouldn't change it for the world. However, they never really taught me much about responsibility. And I think some people are born more responsible than others. And I happen to be the one that wasn't naturally uh, responsible. So I maybe was spanked a few times growing up, but looking back on my childhood, I don't ever really remember being grounded or really being held accountable for, for my actions. My parents were great parents, but they're kind of just pretty, pretty easy on me. Um, So fast forward to my early twenties, obviously I'm teaching karate, doing what I love, but I, um, kind of let my talent um, with kids uh, maybe shadow some of my lack of responsibility. So in my early 20s, if it was a Saturday shift, maybe I wouldn't show up on time because I knew someone else would be there. If I had some other um, maybe responsibilities where it's cleaning or some of my calls, I maybe wouldn't do and someone else would pick up my slack because I was so good at teaching. They kind of let me slide on certain things, which is, I hate to say it out loud, which is (laughs) not what, and I look back on it like, man, I could have been a much better staff member. But um. So kind of up until my early 20s, I never really had to face accountability for my lack of responsibility. So, and then fast forward a few more years, now I'm running a studio and 
it all falls on me. So if things don't get done, I get to experience the real consequences. And that was the first time I really um, understood responsibility. It wasn't until my early 20s that I really understood, man, my choices have real consequences. Those consequences um, have, have real, um, you know, real effects on my life. So that's kind of my first main point when it comes to responsibility is often as parents, we try to shield our children from hurt, from, from heartache. And, and when we do that, sometimes they miss out on opportunity to grow. So my first point is really letting accountability and consequences teach children about responsibility. That's hard as a parent, right? I, my kids are grown now, but I remember when they were younger and they'd get to school and have forgotten something or didn't complete something. And, you know, sometimes I'd be tempted to run it over to them and bail them out. And, you know, yeah. I did it once or twice, not going to lie. But having four kids, eventually I had to say like, hey, listen, you have to be responsible for your stuff. So why do you think it's important to kind of let the consequences uh, sort of help teach responsibility? Let them feel it. Yeah, so um, I'm going to have a lot of Andy quotes in here. So um, one of them was, when you're irresponsible, someone has to be responsible for your irresponsible, the responsibleness. And, mm -hmm. and unless kids can really see and understand that, they're going to continue to be irresponsible. So as we were going through this process, I would share my points with my wife and some of my staff members. And I was talking um, with Dawn, one of our mutual friends, telling her my first point, And she kind of was smirking at me. I'm like, what? And uh, she brought to my attention, which is sometimes with my younger staff, I probably show them a little too much grace. And mm -hmm. I shield them from their consequences. And when I'm doing that, I'm doing them a huge injustice, right? Because that's not the real world, you know? And so even though that's how I was raised, those habits kind of kept coming out, even with my younger staff. So I think it's important because if we do that constantly, we're doing them injustice. Yeah. And they're not living the tough times or the consequences teaching responsibility. Because we all know we grow the most when we're uncomfortable, right? Yeah. And so if we keep kids comfortable all the time, uh, they never get to experience experience that growth. Yeah, I love that. And I like what you said earlier that some kids are just naturally more responsible and some some are not. That probably gives parents a little bit of relief because if you have multiple kids and sometimes you get that first one and they're they're so responsible, you're like, I am good at this. And then the second kid comes along, they're, they're not as responsible. So I love how you mentioned that earlier. Uh, one of the things that we teach preschoolers early on in Wombaland is to obey right away. It's one of our big ideas that we teach. And I, I noticed um, in your notes and as we were talking that you said that is really like kind of the foundation that we begin to build responsibility on and to give them more responsibility. So tell me what you mean by that. Great transition because that's kind of my, my second point okay, and yeah. I'll tie it into the dojo. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my home life and then mm -hmm. I also help coach football teams and have a national sponsored cardi team by your local Taco Bell. So talk about kind of athletics and responsibility also. But um, with the dojo, uh, our brand promise is to earn it. Similar to like Nike has just do it. That's their brand promise. Mm -hmm. Our brand promise is to earn it. And we want kids to make sure everything they do is to work hard and they have to earn it. So one of their very first projects at the dojo is called the one rule. And the one rule is pretty simple. You're supposed to do something the first time you're told. You can be told one time. That's not the 100 rule. It's yeah. the one rule. And we actually just copied that slang, uh, that slogan. It is to obey right away. Yeah. So the one rule is simple. We want kids to obey right away. And when, we, when they obey right away, they start to build that trust. When they build that trust, we know they're, they can be more responsible. Mm -hmm. Because as kids, 
um, let's say they're irresponsible for their toy. They just break a toy. But as they get older, the things they are responsible for become greater in value. Maybe it's a toy, then an iPad, then a car, then one day a kid. So I believe teaching responsibility at a young age is just so important. And that obedience, I really believe, leads to opportunities to be more responsible. But if they can't be obedient and trusted with a little, why would we give them more? Yeah, yeah. So as a dad of three kids, I know um, it's tiring to stay on your kids. I, I can't remember how many different times I told my kids to get their bike out of the driveway and put yeah. it away or to pick up their room or I started my kids on their doing their own laundry really young, you know, kind yeah. of things and how many times you remind them to get it out of the dryer or whatever. So I know it's I know it's tiring, but tell us a little bit about what it looks like at your house to teach responsibility to your own kids. Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to jump back to that one rule real quick because I love a point that you made. Yeah. Um, as a parent, we have to, have to correct our kids and remind them, oh, what they're not doing. But I think the national average is like seven corrections to one praise. And um, th there's a tension of mine that I think I'm always going to have to to kind of manage as a parent is yeah. that I want to be an expert in my kids' strengths and not an expert in my kids' weaknesses. Mm -hmm. But as a parent, it's so easy because their weaknesses sometimes are, are blaring and you're like, oh, I know what that's going to cause later in life if I don't address it now. But yeah. it's so easy to caught up in correction. Yeah. Rider, put your shoes away. Rider, make your bed. Rider, do this. Awesome. And if we're always an expert in their weaknesses, I feel like we can't really build them up to who they're supposed to yeah. be. I, I really that. struggle with this at home with my, my middle child, who mm -hmm. um, he's crushing life right now. But about a year and a half ago, he's, if you're into the color thing, he's wired, he's blue, maybe uh -huh. blue, red. I'm definitely red, yellow. So uh -huh. we look at things totally differently. Yeah. And I saw what was one of his strengths as one of his weaknesses. And I would just stay on him about it. And I was breaking him down unintentionally mm -hmm. because we were just wired differently. So just right. learning how my kids are wired each differently and uniquely has been a big part in, in what we do. Cause my daughter, my oldest um, is responsible in certain areas. Like in school, she's incredibly responsible, but keeping a room clean, not as much. My <laughs> middle son, his room is always clean, you know, but he's down for schoolwork. So it's kind of neat to see um, how each kid is individual. And there's some tactics that kind of work across the board. Mm -hmm. And, um, but there's some obviously that have to be more individualized. And one thing that I, try to focus with my kids on is I think you always have to have consequences and rewards, right? Um, so in business, we kind of talk about the hatchet or the money bag. Like mm -hmm. if you do your job, you'll get a raise. If you don't do your job, you'll get fired. Kind of have those, those two yeah. things, which in life that's real. But what I really try to focus on with my kids is, is the heart issue. I want them to do things for the right reasons, not because they're greedy or they're scared. So yeah. if I say writer, if you clean your room, I'll give you a blow pop. He's doing yeah. it out of greed. Or yeah. ride, if you clean a room, I'll give you a spanking. Now he's doing it out of fear. Yeah. I want him to take care of his things because it's the right thing to do. Because if he's responsible, I'll trust him with more. Yeah. Why would I buy him more toys if he won't take care of the toys he already has? So mm -hmm. at home, I obviously have consequences and rewards, but I really try to focus on the heart issue behind things. And I do reward my kids, but sometimes I reward them without even dangling the carrot. If they do the right thing for the right reasons, I'll do it. Here's another Andy quote, because I believe what gets rewarded gets repeated. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. So do you have any like just practical exercises or things that you can share with parents that would just kind of be in their back pocket that they can just be using all the time in their home with their children that will help teach responsibility? 
I know this is um, one that may not seem like it, but I love doing it. So we go out to dinner. We yeah. always make our kids order their own food. We make sure they make eye contact and they have to order their own food. And, yeah. and so this is one simple way to teach them to, to be responsible for mm -hmm. themselves. Uh, another small way is when it comes to coaches or teachers, if they have a question, uh, most, most of the time they don't need us, but they want us to ask for them. We encourage them or we, we don't necessarily make them, but we help sometimes, but we have them address those um, choices on their own. Just a couple little ways that we try to teach responsibility uh, at home with our kids. Okay, as we kind of head into the wrap up, is there anything else you want to share with our parents going forward that will just help them raise responsible kids? Yeah, so one of the biggest things as I look back, as I kind of reflected on this, is teaching uh, my kids that life is all about choices. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then when you can empower kids that they have a choice and they have control over the outcome, it really helps them take control over their lives. One of my biggest pet peeves is the victim card, always yeah. blaming their life on their, on their circumstances. So that's huge for us. And kind of like a real life example is just last week, uh, um, my wife just listed her home for sale. And mm -hmm. that means it has to be spotless. And with three kids and a crazy life, it's always yeah. a, a yeah. challenge. And my youngest son, Ryder, I said, hey, bud, go clean your room. We have a showing and um, tomorrow. So I come back 15, 20 minutes later and the room is still a mess. Yeah. And uh, once again, based on my color scheme, I'm a red. So sometimes I can control out of anger. And yeah. when I do that, I, I miss as a parent, a great opportunity to teach my kids about responsibility. Yeah. When I'm hitting home runs, I feel as a parent is when I pose choices for my kids. So I said, Hey, Ryder, listen up. You have two choices. You can either clean your room or you can lose your Xbox for a couple of days. The choice is yours. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go grab a cup of water. When I come back, I hope you make the wise choice. And whenever I pose the choices, and I kind of give him control, or he always has control over the outcome, but he really understands that I get to choose. I either get to lose this. I may not wanna do this, but if I do this, I know that I get to keep this. So when I post choices, I'm telling you, I don't remember one time he's chosen to a spanking or chosen to lose a device. He always makes a wise choice, but I'm almost empowering him Mm -hmm. to, um, to control his life, but that teaches him about responsibility because he ultimately is in control of, of his decisions. Yeah, and, and ultimately, it's not even at that point about your, your focus is on the future. You've taught them to have ownership of their life in good times and hard times as they grow in adults to just be able to own their future and their choices and their own life. I, I love that you're setting them up for such great success going forward for sure. All right, Josh, so how do you keep your kids growing in responsibility? Like, how do you like keep stretching that muscle for them? Yeah, I do believe it is like a muscle. I believe you can yeah. exercise it and you, and you can make it stronger. And just like exercise, if you increase your output, you would, you increase your growth. So with my daughter, Layla, I have a story when she was in fifth grade and she's my eldest, so she's fairly responsible, but she is not an early morning type of person. She's a very slow riser. So through most of her elementary school days, we would have to kind of drag her out of bed. And I feel like every morning was us yelling, Layla, hurry up, get downstairs. We're gonna yeah. miss the bus or come on, we're gonna be late. So it was kind of like this constant, like just trying to get her moving. And then fast forward to fifth grade, we're kind of just over that process. And we took a different approach. Mm -hmm. And this approach is I increased my expectations of her. And I believe that's so true with kids. If you increase your expectations, they'll increase their production. Mm -hmm. So instead of us waking up every morning and nagging her to get ready, we just said, listen, Layla, um, we're to get you an alarm. We're to set your alarm. Mm -hmm. And I need you to wake up on time and be ready. And if you don't want to get up, I'm totally okay with it. I don't mind checking the school late every single day, mm -hmm. but you're going to have to deal with the consequences. Yeah. Um, I'm sure for some kids that may backfire, but for Layla, she is a very
very studious, takes academics seriously, and she wants her teachers to like her. So she knew that she had a choice. Once again, yeah. it goes back to choices. She could A, sleep in every day and be tardy every day and yeah. suffer consequences, or B, wake up to her alarm and be on time, even though she may not love waking up early and rising. So when we increase her expectations and we kind of let her make her own choices and potentially suffer her own consequences, she started making the wise choice. And to this day, um, three years later, she gets up to her alarm by herself every day and gets ready on time. I love that. Definitely a skill she's going to need in college and as she goes to work. Well, uh, yeah, for sure. So I, uh, my kids, I mentioned earlier that I had them all do their laundry, but it kind of grew out of a similar situation where my older daughter was uh, not putting away her clean clothes and, yeah. and they would end up back in the dirty hamper. And I'm like, what? I am not, I'm definitely not washing dirty clean clothes again. Yeah. Uh, and so I taught her how to do her laundry and I was shocked. She was young, how quick she picked up on doing it and how well she did. So from there on out, all the kids, no matter how young they were, it, I, I just very early pushed that expectation up that you can do your own laundry. Let me teach you how to do it. it it's kind of a similar principle of our kids are usually capable of much more. 100%. And when we ask it of them, they rise to the occasion. And honestly, all my kids eventually loved doing their own laundry because with four kids, uniforms were always clean. Whatever they needed. They knew where it was. Ownership up. They knew where it was. If it yeah. was clean, it was because they washed it. So I do agree. Kids are capable of much more than we ask of them. They're sponges at that young age. That's where they can learn foreign languages so fast. If you really increase your expectations, they can increase their productions. They really can. Sometimes as a parent, though, speaking for myself, we're just kind of lazy. I'd rather just yeah. do laundry than teach them how to do the laundry. But if you can take the time and yeah. set them up, once again, it makes it so much easier moving forward. Yeah. All right, Josh, that is all I have for you today. That is, this has been so helpful to all of our parents. I know they're going to love hearing from you. And I wanted to just say publicly, thank you so much for what you do for our community. I don't think you probably publicly get enough credit for that, but I know just knowing you personally that uh, you do this work because you love kids and you pour into their heart and their life and you want to see them gain confidence. I have a few staff friends who have told me just the personal investment you've made into their children and how much confidence they have gained in life and ownership, all these things you're talking about. So not only are you just raising up your own three great adults someday, you're really pouring into the kids in our community. And thank you so much for that. Well, those words mean the world to me. So I really appreciate it. And thanks for this opportunity today. Yeah, for sure. All right, parents, raising, raising great kids to be responsible adults is going to be like a hundred little lessons that happen, probably thousands of little lessons in their lifetime. But I promise that you won't regret it because one day you will look back and you're not going to have children anymore. You're going to have adults and you're going to look into the eyes of some awesome, responsible adults who will be your friends at that point. So stick with it. I hope you find this uh, content super helpful and thanks for being with us today. Awesome. Bye, guys.